You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Well, welcome aboard here to the... Well, hello everybody. Welcome aboard to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. For whatever reason, we didn't have a lead-in uh, uh, this morning. I um, I know I always keep a collection of videos, and um, it just dawned on me, hey, well, the all of the lead-in videos. I wonder... I, th- I think I have a theory on what happened with that. Anyways, welcome aboard to, to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Uh, hey, it's Sunday. It's September. Hey, man, we are in September. September 4th of 2022. From the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And surprise, 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 surprise. Ladies and gentlemen, over there from the Beto for Texas studio in Wichita Falls, Texas, it is the incomparable Bill Fancher, longtime buddy, hey! been a guest on the show a couple of times. Uh, it looks like he's going to be a little bit more of a permanent part of this show, believe it or not. We'll explain to that uh, in the weeks to weeks to come. How are you, Bill? I'm still kicking on the green side of the grass and making people mad. There you go. That's hey, if you can't make people mad, then life just isn't worth a hill of beans. Back, So. We got a lot. To, we got a lot to cover here. Um, uh, I guess um, just a uh, just a quick quick background here with uh, with uh, Bill and I. Bill and I go back, uh, god damn, a long time ago. Back in the days when I actually still had two good knees and could uh, could uh, roll a or uh, chunk a piece of ceramic down a a uh, wooden lane or later synthetic. But uh, we actually met. We actually met. We got put together on a bowling team. Do you remember that? That was back there in nineteen. 19- <laughs> exactly. There were eights in it back then. So yeah. Um. Geez. Were the were the Timberwolves even a team back then? Not yet. No. So that was a long, 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 long time ago. <laughs> 
It's all his fault. I made a venture down to Texas. All his fault. Yeah, yeah. That's my bad. Huh? Spent three years of my life down there in Texas. So. Three of the longest years of your life. Yeah, well, it wasn't all that. It, you know, <laughs> we, we wound up going to Wichita, or going to Wichita Falls originally, then on down to um, Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi was a, a beautiful, beautiful area. There was only one problem Absolutely. with Corpus Christi. It was in Texas. Yeah, there you go. So, but anyways, yeah, we got a lot to, uh, we got a lot to cover here. So let's go ahead and, uh, uh get on it here. Uh, our friend Ed Van Ness is taking a, a, a three day or taking a little bit of a hiatus. He did, uh, he did leave us though, however, with the market reports for this week. So let's go ahead and get into that. This is the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by Three Day Weekends. Uber closed the week at twenty nine oh five, up forty seven cents. Lyft closed the week at fourteen sixty, down thirty seven cents. Tesla closed the week at two seventy twenty one, down seventeen dollars and eighty eight cents. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Enjoy your holiday. He's got a well. I like well. I like what he mentioned the other day, though. He said, you know, Tesla's down, but they did a three for one split. Uh, yeah. My understanding of the, the market is you do a three-for-one split, you made out like a bandit. You're doing good but if you, if you, if you, yeah. if you uh, do a split, yes. Uh, but I don't know. Tesla would be a great idea if it wasn't for Elon Musk. Elon Musk has just turned into a just turned into an asshole. And uh, well, I, Texas would be a good idea if it wasn't for Greg Abbott. So you know what the hell. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Beto for Beto for Texas. I got it back there somewhere. Beto days ahead. There, oh, wow. That's that's good. I like that. He's got a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> so, uh, now we're, we're – uh, there's going to be a lot – this a lot at stake here in the uh, 2022 election. And like I've said a gazillion times here, um, people have a tendency to kind of piss off on the uh, on the midterm elections. They say, "Oh well, you know, they only vote for the president. They only vote for the uh, the big elections." You know, but these uh, these midterm elections. I mean, a lot of states are electing governors, um, but senators you know, too. Senators. I mean, every bit, every part of government is important. To one extent or another, you know, you go down just to even local aldermen, you know, and just yep. uh, city council members, you know, mayors, you know, it's all important, and it's very important that you get out and vote. This is the only way you have a say in who governs your community, not just your country, but your community. Yeah, my parents always said it. You don't vote, you can't bet. You know, you're yeah, they're absolutely correct. So, yeah, there's a lot of wisdom with that. So, anyways, I'm uh, I'm going to go ahead and get us into a couple of the videos that we got going here uh, with uh, 
last week in right wing lunacy. Now, unfortunately, there's a lot that's happened since <laughs> since. A lot uh, of white grooming. Uh, well, this was this was uh, video was dropped last Tuesday, and the, believe me, there's a lot that's happened since then. But we'll uh, we'll get a start with this, so you have a little a uh, little bit in review here. President Trump did nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. He's not building nuclear bombs in the basement of Mar-a-Lago. My gosh. Yes. Donald no. Trump has the nuclear code. The real threat to people is global cooling. The librarians are asking for overdue uh, copies of the overdue books that, that they're not overdue. The president has the legal right to declassify these records. Six lawyers so far have called me and have said, we will not defend Trump even though we'd like to because of what happened to you. If there's a prosecution of Donald Trump for mishandling classified information, there'll be riots in the streets. Megalomaniac, addicted to power, thinks she should have been president, still essentially hasn't conceded the election, and wants to be president again, it would be this woman. I had a lawyer say to me, I just don't want to be Dershowitz. Uh, I've become a verb. I have a mental problem. Jesus Christ must have a mental problem. Fuck you, Dr. Fauci. Someone needs to grab that little elf and chuck him across the Potomac. Can you believe, Brian, that someone wants to kill me? Do we have a better Speaker of the House than MTG? They raped half the nation with this raid. Woke, 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 woke. There's going to be a big dump. And there was a big dump. I put out the big dump. We are losing our country because of big tech election interference. And I am pleading with the Republican Party to please start taking this issue seriously. I'm a machine guy. Yeah, Steve's a machine guy now. Can you paddle female students? Yeah. Yeah, there's no yeah. distinction. You can. on the butt, right? Not in the hand. On the butt. It's on the butt. And how many smacks do you get? I think to three. three. Up to three. So put on the full armor of God and take a stand against the left schemes. I'm going to guess these people like Donald Trump. FJB, Faith Over Fear, Rittenhouse is welcome in our house. Ask about free gift inside. <laughs> exactly. It just makes you want to shake Cray, your... googly moogly. <laughs> and of wow. course, what what could we uh, go wrong without big time professional radio? Well, in this case, it was big time professional TV because we weren't actually live streaming up until uh, a couple of uh, moments ago. Ed brought that uh, to our attention. I told him to... Stay away. I, he couldn't. Remember, we were talking uh, uh, last night. I told him to stay away. Go. Yeah. go. I want that three day weekend. I want that three day weekend. Go well, do shut something. the hell up and go. <laughs> but, uh, he brought it to my attention that I had the button to put to actually bring us on uh, on uh, our live uh, stream. So for those of you who are who just joined us on the live stream welcome aboard this is the taxi stand hour on radio tfi and now officially the radio tfi streaming network so yay so a lot of things like i said a lot of things happened over the uh, the past week 
one of them in which you, you heard it there was where Lindsey Graham uh, was talking about how the uh, how there was going to be rioting in the streets if Donald Trump is uh, is uh, is arrested or or indicted. Indicted. Anything having to do with the uh, with the documents that were um, well, I like I like how he put it. If the president, yeah, he's the ex president for one thing, douche, uh, is that if he is convicted of mishandling classified documents, well, hell, there's the case right there. If he's convicted of mishandling classified, well, he's already handled them. He took them out of the White House. He took them down to where he is. And, oh, and I'm tired of the, oh, this is unprecedented. Of course it is. No president has ever done it before. Nobody was stupid enough to do it. Exactly. Uh, now they, uh, and now they were finding that it has been noted that they have <clears throat> found, um, well, geez, uh, I think it was 23, if I'm not mistaken here. Uh, I have to look back in my notes here. But um, they found uh, over 20 um, folders that were empty. They were marked. Oh, the yeah. folders were marked uh, classified. Excuse me. I'm told I'm 43 empty folders that were marked classified. Yeah, they've already been sold off, I'm sure. Oh, that's that's entirely possible, you know. Either that, or uh, he took the took the uh, 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 took the uh, papers out of the uh, out of the uh, folders and used them for doodles, you know, doodling or some goddamn thing. Either way, you were talking about uh, mishandling. Exactly. Yep. Those what he don't understand, and what all the rest of these people don't understand. I use the term loosely, people is that they don't belong to him. All of that belongs to the federal government. It belongs to us. Exactly. The National Archives takes care of all this. Always have. It's a law. Oh, my God. <gasps> a law. Exactly. It was. But God, but God forbid he abide by the laws. I'm Donald friggin' Trump. I can do what I want. Nobody can tell me what to do. Bet. <laughs> He does have that mentality, yeah. you know, that, and that's one of the reasons he ran for president because he was he wanted that power. He has been he wants to be acknowledged. It, 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 it's so funny because you, you know I still watch wrestling to this day. Well, though for those of for those of you out there that are listening uh, and watching, uh, there's a storyline right now in. Uh, with Roman Reigns, he comes in, gets in the ring. He's the tribal chief now. He, he is. Uh, oh God, do you wonder where this came from? Well, yeah. Well, you begin to wonder because uh -huh. the first things he says, Cleveland, acknowledge me. <laughs> Seriously, and and so you wonder, yeah, where did that come from? Because that is, you know, Trump. He wants to, you know. Uh, he wants to be acknowledged, and uh, so of course, crazy, definitely crazy. So, one of the things that uh, you didn't—you said you didn't get a chance to 
watch the uh, watch any of uh, Biden's speech, right? Right. Uh, I didn't actually. I didn't get a chance to watch it, um, but there were enough people that did, and I was able to get bits and pieces of it here. Um, That's what I counted on. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, there will be enough people. There are enough people analyzing it, and I went across the. I went across the spectrum. I, of course, MSNBC. I, I looked at, but I also looked at uh, Fox News for all of uh, uh, fifteen. Two seconds. minutes. Yeah. Thank you. So, but anyways, uh, so here's part of uh, uh, here's part of Biden's speech, and with some a little, a little analysis here. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Now, I want to be very clear, very clear up front. <clears throat> not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. And you know what? You could have, right. you could have missed the rest of the entire speech. Yeah, you needed to hear that part. That part specifically. As he Brent put it, is true. He he didn't uh, he didn't uh, say anything about he didn't say anything about the uh, uh, No, he, he didn't he didn't bash anybody really. I mean, you know, he, he told the truth. I mean, he didn't talk about Trump's little mushroom pecker, but you know, that's life. He didn't go after mainstream Republicans. You got to no, remember. No, because they're not the problem. You know, there are not very many of them. They've pretty much all taken the ride on the crazy train. Ask Aussie. But, uh, the, uh, you got, uh, Liz Cheney, <laughs> That, uh, has... well, that I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta understand. Yeah, the, uh, that's there too. But you gotta remember, the MAGA Republicans, and I hate to say it, and then you got the progressive Democrats. I mean, there's knuckleheads on both sides of this issue. Oh, of course there are. Yeah, uh, of course there are. Um, the difference is, though, Bill, is that. <laughs> <laughs> Preach wow. to me, Johnny. Preach. <laughs> here's the here's the difference with the 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 and there are you're you're absolutely right. There are some people that are out there on the on the far edges of the left. But I hate to say it, when you believe, have the beliefs that I do, that I believe you do, when it comes to things like uh birth control when it comes to uh, rights as far as uh, 
gay and transgendered people. Again, you don't have to understand it. You don't have to understand any of it. I don't under, I don't understand the idea of of how a man could love another man. I don't understand how somebody that is born a female uh, could suddenly want to become a male. I, and I should I say suddenly? Obviously, that's something in there. That's something that's in. I I do believe that. It, do it's believe not that. something that somebody has to go. Hey, I have an idea. No, yeah. that it doesn't work that way. I, I've known a lot of people that were gay in my lifetime. I worked with a lot of women that were gay, and they said the same thing. Who would put their hand up and say, oh, I'm going to volunteer for that, take all the abuse and all the crap and everything? No. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just not, it's not real. By the way, you can join into this conversation too. We got room for you. Uh, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. That's the number. If we don't answer or we don't get back to you right or, or don't answer the phone right away, trust me, we'll be there. We will answer. Um, uh, just keep trying. Uh, or you can send a text to that same number, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Otherwise, at Taxi Stand Hour, at John Radio TFI, oh, at, oh, wait a minute, Bill doesn't do Twitter, I forgot. <laughs> no! I got enough people trying to torch my ass, I don't need others. So... He brought up some when we were talking here. He did bring up something about about Twitter, and this he makes a good point, um, Bill. You made a good point on this. Which, god damn, I realize I'm going to compliment you here. No <laughs> shit, look out. Um, but he did mention he did use the term Twitter balls. <laughs> To which I went like this. So, yeah. But here's the thing that I, 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 I would, if we're going to have a civil war, and boy, I tell you, it, it, it really, really looks like we are close here. Um, I would hope, I would really hope that we conduct a, a civil war on social civilly, <laughs> well, I would rather we can. I would rather that we <clears throat> each other call each other names and did whatever we were going to do on social media. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Than out on the streets. Absolutely. I because, like I've said, I, I like uh, I've said this many, many times. You know, when you start having, you know, a hot war. There are going to be victims. There are going to be unintended victims. Absolutely. And the first time that some 10-year-old child takes a bullet that was intended for me, that blood of that child is on your hands. It is on their hands because they're the ones... That want to come here, you know, threaten you. We're going to have rioting in the street. You know, by the way, I, I should mention that uh, Miss Lindsay did later back down those uh, 
those uh, comments he made. Wow, geez. Let's throw something out there first and then retract it and not be in front of the same crowd while you're retracting it. Oh, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, Well, and the main thing is, John, and I'm, I'm sure Ed would agree, but when you're talking about Ed Lazy, you know what, but uh, that if we have a civil war, it's not going to be a north-south. It's not going to be divided. It's going to be fought amongst us. Now, how in the hell are you going to determine that? I mean, we're going to wear Trump and Biden shirts, Democrat, Republican shirts. I, what are you going to do? Uh, I, I, there's no differentiation. So I think the possibility of that type of scenario is not not going to happen. Well, what's going to wind up happening is, is people are going to get emboldened here and they're going to start. They already are. To oh, assert. hell yeah. They're going to start uh, attacking uh, law enforcement. They're going to start talking, especially FBI. Uh, any, anybody that wears that, you know, because all, you know, all FBI, you know, they have a jacket on, you know, they, of they course. all yeah, so pretty easy to identify. But Jesus, you know, you wear that uh, you wear that jacket. Now you've literally got a target on your back. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, and all of this because they were just doing their job. They were out. Uh, you know, there was an order. You know, there was an order made, given to go out get these documents. And there obviously had to have been some prudence to it because, I mean, like I said, look at what they found. Look what they found already. Well, and they've been after him for you know the archives been after him for a year, and every time they asked him, he sent more. But that's it. I don't have any more. Well, we need to. Oh, okay. Well, this is absolutely it. I I don't have. You know, it would have never come down to this. One, had he not taken it, and two, if he had returned the things the very first time the archives asked. But no, nobody's going to tell King Donald what to do. Exactly, exactly. So, hey, we get the we often uh, refer to uh, a frequent contributor on this show, uh, Chip Franklin. So we're going to open up another uh, uh, bag of chips here with uh, 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 Trump versus the DOJ here that found classified information. So what's in a top secret document? A lot of things like submarines and nukes and foreign spies. So when Tiny Fingers loses the election, which I won, by the way, and takes these secrets to Florida with him like he's stealing towels from a Holiday Inn, you got to ask why. Very stable genius. Is he a traitor? Is he selling them for money? Well, I have the ultimate authority. They were never declassified, but that's not the point. To invoke executive privilege. But there's no privilege because DOJ and the FBI are part of the executive branch. And he's no longer president. Nice. That's like divorcing your wife and then showing up two years later all drunk and horny going, the FBI and the Department of Justice have become thoroughly politicized. Ted, I wouldn't worry about the FBI until they start arresting people for throwing their families under the bus. Leave Heidi the hell alone. So what now? What will the Justice Department do about it? Hmm, that's a tough one. Justice Department. Oh, I know. Arrest the motherfucker. Goddamn right. Who's with me? Woo! Winning. To tell the American people the truth. Bitch! You're in a lot of trouble, Donnie. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, and, and if you've also noticed that uh, he, you know, he talks about the DOJ and all this as a, as a as crook. Well, you know, your DOJ was in your back pocket, Donnie. 
you know, you wielded it as a sword and, and whatever you did. Now, finally, Bill Barr has come out and said he's cuckoo for Cocoa Buffs. Uh, you can't just wave your hand and go, yay, verily, you are declassified. doesn't work that way. And Bill Barr has finally come out and said the same thing. Exactly. And that, and that, um, that in itself, you know, people are starting to come out. They're starting to, and, and maybe it's such a thing that the reason that they're coming out now is because the hammer is going to drop. Seriously. Oh, eventually. You know, I, I tell you something. Anticipate, I, I put it out on Twitter uh, earlier this week. I remember the, the, the first time, if you will, in the anticipation leading up to the first time. Uh, I'm telling you right now that anticipation was nothing compared to the anticipation I'll have I have for the day I'll hear on TV that uh, Donald Trump has been uh, indicted. Indicted. Yep, and he is. Uh, he listen. For those of you who think he's going to do hard time or anything to the no. Absolutely not. He is. They'll put him in one of these federal country club prisons. But the key thing is, he's going to do federal time, which disqualifies him from ever opening his big fat mouth in the political arena again. His his pull is done, and I'll guarantee you, once he's gone, you're going to hear all these other MAGA people go away. All these Republican senators will suddenly start changing their minds and start becoming more conservative in, in, in the old Republican way. And yes. forget about him because he doesn't have any pull anymore. The top secret classified documents, it was all the skeletons that he had on everybody. It's all the pictures he had, you know. <laughs> you, you had to have it. Otherwise, how do some of these people flip like, like they did? Because you got exactly. dirt on them. Exactly. Uh, Trump, like I, like I said, though, he's not going to, he's not going to, I don't, I doubt that he's going to do any time to be honest with you. But what you said is very true. It's going to, any conviction will, uh, will disqualify him from, he can't, he wouldn't be able to run for dog catcher. No. And you know, if he's got any common sense and boy, that's a quantum leap assumption and his attorneys come down to it that they say, okay, we'll do a plea bargain on this and that'll be our plea bargain. We'll agree and sign that he will never run for office again to keep him out of jail. And unfortunately, I think the DOJ might go along with that. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice to see, it would be nice to see him doing a little time, but I just, Oh, he'll do I, time in Georgia. The federal government won't get him. Georgia is going to get him. Well, this is, this is true. <laughs> can't, he has got, he is so screwed no matter which way, which way you want to look. Oh yeah. You're going to avoid one bullet. The next one's going to get you between the shoulders. Pretty much. So, I'm gonna gonna go. We're gonna take and and go here now to uh, another one of uh, my favorites. It is a young lady known as Politics Girl. So give me a second here. We're gonna dial that up. So some Republican lawmakers are trying to walk back their positions on abortion now that they're noticing it's an absolutely losing issue with the majority of the American public. But we see you. 
We heard you. You've already dined out and crowed and celebrated. No abortions, no exceptions, not even in the case of rape or incest of the life of the mother. We are pro-life, so go die. You've already told us in the media and in legislation and in court cases that there will be no life-saving care for women with atopic pregnancies, incomplete miscarriages, or people with untreated terminal diseases. You can change your website, but we already know what value you place on our lives. You don't see us as people. You see us as property, as brood mares, as sacred vessels, your victims and handmaids. Sometimes I'm not even sure if you see us at all. You seem to think we belong to you, that you can just make laws that control us and we'll allow it, that we're livestock who should be taking care of the family and obeying the patriarchy and pumping out that domestic supply of infants. You're even talking about getting rid of contraception so we can't even stop ourselves from getting pregnant because submission seems to be preferable to sharing the world with us. None of this has to do with life. It has to do with power. One party wants to go back to a time when men were on top, no matter their skill or value, when they got the best jobs and the best room and the best piece of cake, where women knew their place and minorities knew to stay out of the way. They don't want us as part of their society. They want us to serve their society. Well, I hate to break it to you, but we aren't interested. Our ancestors didn't fight this hard for us to go back under your boot. The majority of us are not interested in being forced back into a box by a minority group of small-minded, unevolved, self-serving zealots who bought or manipulated every aspect of our country to force their preferred way of life onto the rest of us. At the end of the day, even fascism requires compliance, and I can promise you there is a hell of a lot of us with no plans to comply. So you can walk back those positions all you want. We see you, and we will be voting accordingly. There she is, politics girl here. Uh, she hit that nail on the head. Now, the key thing is you sit there and you talk about power. I understand. They're talking about power. It's yeah, some degree of that, but I think the majority of it is control. We want control. Power we'll get, but we want control. They kind of walk hand in hand. Actually. Yeah, exactly. But you can't. You, you, we can't have one without the other. So... Up here in Minnesota, place you might be somewhat familiar with there, Bill. <laughs> we have a uh, our governor's race is uh, Tim Walls, who did a. Uh, I think he did a, a pretty damn good job considering the cards he was dealt with COVID and everything like that. Um, there are people that are up in an uproar uh, over the fact that he he wanted you know he took executive you know took. Uh, uh, he was granted executive uh, powers and he, you know, he closed down, he closed down businesses and he closed down, it was closed down schools. And the key word there, John, he was granted. He didn't he was, just take it on himself to do it. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, and it was tough. I mean, I will, I will be the first one to admit, you know, the couple years through COVID, you know, Jesus, it, I, it was, it couldn't, it couldn't have been worse because I had just bought the first, the first vehicle that I use for uh, transportation, uh, for, for the, my gig at the cab company. Uh, I just bought the first, uh, uh, bought that vehicle in July that, uh, and then just, uh, that following year, uh, here comes COVID. And oh my God, <laughs> money-wise, oh, it, it was. And I've been lucky enough; I never caught it. I got all my vac, you know. I got the vaccinations 
I, when I did, I wore the mask where I was supposed to wear the mask. I did what I was, uh, I, I did what I could in order to survive. But yet, you know, money was tough. And, you know, oh, no doubt. I, I took all the shots, got all the boosters. I still caught the damn thing. Uh, but I'm going to say, you know, me at, at 64 years old, diabetic, uh, <clears throat> overweight, <laughs> I had the comor. I had all the comorbidities, but I took the shots and all it was was basically a cold. I had a, a bad cough for about a week. Uh, I got over it. So, I mean, if that's as bad as it was going to get because of the vaccine, thank you, God. That's basically the way to, best way I can put it. Thank you, Dr. Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go that far, but, you know. <laughs> Poor guy. But here in here in Minnesota, we, of course, the Republicans decided let's 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 go ahead and nominate the biggest wackadoodle you could find when it come to uh, a COVID denier, uh, anti-vaxer, anti-masker. Our freedom, we lost our freedom. You know, everybody everybody suffered. Everybody from the cab driver to the local barista to the big uh, to the big restaurants, you know, yeah, the big box stores didn't suffer too much because let's they face had it, to stay open. You, you you still had to get supplies, and you know, and the people that manned those stores, I am thankful for them. Look at how many. Oh, of them, God bless them! No kidding. Uh, look at how many of them got sick because uh, they were open. They, you know, they were they were the essential employees here. They kept our stock, kept our shelves stocked, and did the best they could with what uh, you know. And then you'd always run. They'd always run into you know somebody come into their store. I ain't wearing a mask, you know. You well, you got to remember that that store is not a government facility. That's private property. I can tell anybody I want exactly. as a store owner to piss off. You know, I have that right as well as you have the right to be a douche. I have the right to tell you, you don't do it here. Yeah. Go find some other place that doesn't require it. Yeah. So, but, uh, so anyways, uh, we got, so we got one of those uh, wackadoodles. Uh, running here in Minnesota, and he is one of those that uh, politics girl was talking about. <laughs> where he was at first, he was him and his uh, his cohort. Uh, oh, you know who his running mate is? Former oh, Vice Senator Matt Burke. Yes, that's let me, let me let me guess. He's he's pushing Matt Burke's name out there more than he's pushing his. You you caught that right uh, right on the head there, but in both of them, you know, are 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 pro life as as it would, and so, I mean I'm I'm pro life. I don't want people to be shot in the streets and knocked you know and and killed and what it is, it is I'm pro life. I just think 
women have the right to do what they want with their bodies. Well, well, and you see, and that's that's it. Is that as as a woman, it is. Uh, there are so many things us meatheads don't <laughs> understand in life. Again, uh, going through. Uh, understand what a woman goes through in a pregnancy and, and what could possibly go wrong with a pregnancy and what have you. We don't understand a lot of things. And and Ed has said it quite a, quite a number of times. If you don't have a uterus, you don't have an argument. You don't That's have... That's exactly. I've said for years this, one, this is not a political issue. It's a health issue. And two, it's not a man's issue exactly i mean you know maybe you know maybe we should uh we sh maybe women in power should uh, tell men hey you've got to you know you have to go out and get a vasectomy after uh you know <laughs> hey those problems solved <laughs> <laughs> so here have so, a yeah. coke and a smile and shut the f up pretty much um, but that was one of the things that uh, he had a real strong uh, pro-life, pro-life, uh, you know, no abortions, no, you know, whatsoever. Um, but suddenly he saw the political wins. I mean, look what happened in uh, Kansas where uh, exactly you put it to a vote of the people and look what happens. So all of a sudden now he's starting to change his tune. But what we worry about with people like that is, okay, you change your tune to get elected, then what happens? Oh, I just kidding. We're going Absolutely. to we're going to go all Texas and start arresting people for for having abortions and, and what have you. Uh, so no. I would, I would love to go to some of these things here in Texas and tell them to arrest. Are you going to arrest that woman? <laughs> you going to have to arrest me first. Well, that's, you know, we're, we don't realize just how lucky we are up here in Minnesota sometimes when it comes to that kind of stuff. I mean, the worst thing that happens up here in Minnesota is you get a couple of poster children for abortion uh, out uh, per, um protesting in front of the uh, Planned Parenthood clinics. Yeah, well, they're holding their little signs. You know, they're not blocking anything. They're just visible. And um, and it's their right. And I'm not going to deny them their right to protest. They have a right to protest. You know, you know, they have the right to, to protest, and I have the right to yell out my window as I'm, after I drop off my pass. To say, to say, you are a bunch of dumb fucks. Why don't you just go away? I, I, don't, I, I don't have that button. I you don't just have, got fined one credit for the morality yeah. statute. <laughs> well, I, I have so many of them little paper. I have so many of them little pieces of paper piled up in the back part of the living room here that <laughs> start a forest fire. Pretty much, exactly. Well, I, and see, now, John, I I was just kind of, I don't want to say cognizant, but becoming cognizant of what was going on in the world when Roe v. Wade was first put in. I had no idea 
what they were really talking about, but I realized that it was was an issue that women were dying in back alleys and all of this kind of stuff from, you know, the clothes hanger abortions and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, I kind of built my ideas around, well, why do we have to kill women to have them do something that's entirely their right? So, I mean, and as I've, I've gotten older, I, I still realize, okay, abortion, it's a women's right, but you still have to regulate certain things. Do I want someone to have an abortion at week 32? No, because that's a viable fetus at that point. So, I mean, you, you put restrictions on it, you know, up to 24, 28 weeks, whatever the hell it was. And I don't disagree with that. But to use birth control as contraception, I never agreed with that. No, I no, exactly. Um, but the thing is, is that that is, I still say that that is between a woman and her doctor, her family, if she wants to involve them, her pastor, if she wants to involve him. Tell you the truth, I it, it, it is strictly, in my opinion, a woman's decision yes. to make that matter. And can I give you a personal side of this, Johnny? I really hate to kind of show no, no, any, 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 any personality here. God knows. Uh, Barb and I, my wife and I, uh, went through this scenario when we were up in Minnesota. Uh, she got pregnant. Uh, and everybody shuddered because they thought they are going to have a bunch of little me's running around. But <laughs> well, <there> it <laughs> that unto itself was. But, okay, so she went out through all this stuff. The doctor came in the one day and says, oh, congratulations. And she says, for what? And she says, you're pregnant. Well, she didn't take that as a congratulation. We had been of the mindset that we didn't want to have children. So, you know, uh -huh. surprise. So, okay, so we go through all these studies and everything, and they found out that Barb has a medical problem that would prevent her from having a child to term. So okay. this pregnancy was going to end regardless. And so we wound up going and she wound up having an abortion done. Okay. Now, we walked into the clinics in Minnesota and they're the people out there, you know, going back and forth. I came back out to get a book. And this one lady asked me, are you here to kill a child today? And I said, Ooh. no. I said, no. But if you don't shut the F up, I'm going to kill you. So, I mean, that don't you can stand out there and protest, but don't throw things back at me. So, when we go in there, the people registering her are behind bulletproof glass. You've got yeah. guards, armed, armed uh, security. And for something that was legal at the time, I have to be afraid for my life and my wife's life because we're in there having a medical procedure done. Some loon out on the street's going to pull a gun and shoot me. So, I mean, I, I understand it more than people think. Yeah, I, it's, uh, I didn't know. That's the first time you've actually ever shared that with me. Yeah, so I've, I've, it's never really been a, a reason for me to throw it out there. But it's, it's people sit there, oh, you don't know, you don't know. Yes, I do. I do know. And firsthand, absolutely. Yes. It, absolutely. This is just, but you see, the thing is, is you've got these people who have got the Bible in one hand and a baseball bat in the other. And you will do this in the name of God. You will do this. I, I, I got to tell you, <laughs> look, I have always said 
about religion. And for those who've listened on a regular basis, um, those who have listened on a regular basis know that my position on religion, basically, if you, if it brings comfort to your heart, I'm all for it. Whatever makes you happy, but keep your religion away from me because I say yourself. I I'm sorry. It's just it's not me. It's it's not it's not who I am. And I got to and I I hate to say it, but I ever since these people have come out again, Bible in one hand, baseball bat in the other hand, they. I've gotten that much more turned off about religion. Oh, sure. Well, and, and uh, you know, I was brought up Catholic, so I consider myself a recovering Catholic at this point. <laughs> and and uh, have you noticed how these people that are out there with abortion and talking about, oh, no, you, you wouldn't want to have sex with these women anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay, like and, I said. If you don't agree in abortion, with abortion, don't have one. My God, how, how difficult is it? George Carlin said that 30 years ago. You don't like what's on the radio? Turn the dial. Exactly. No, we, we, it, it's, 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 it's really stupid. It really is stupid that. Uh, this is how is, the Tempest, you know, this is how we got alcohol banned back in the 20s. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very true. What, um, so we're going to hear in about uh, eh, about a little over a minute or so. We're going to we're going to take kind of a longer break here. I've got a video here that I've been wanting to uh, play for several uh, for a couple of weeks here. It's long, and and Ed doesn't like Ed, long, don't like that. Ed doesn't like the long videos. But this is going to this will wind up leading up to uh, the the second hour where we cool. kind of we kind of cool down the temperature a little bit and have a little is, bit more is fun. that possible <laughs> oh, oh here yeah, I think we can do it I, I think I can All right. I think there's a lot you know you almost have to because what I found in doing with it with doing this show bill is that you get yourself so amped up when you do this that the rest of the day you're walking around. Why the fuck didn't I say this? Why did Why did I say that? <laughs> so this way, we kind of have this second hour. We call it just killing time, and um, it's going to even be more fun because starting next week we're going to have football picks. It'll be John and Ed versus the spread plus Bill. So it'll be. <laughs> Are you calling me the spread? Hey, you can interpret you can interpret that any way you want, Bubba. All right, we'll see you here on the other end. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TL5. This is a wake up call for Republicans. America elected Joe Biden by over seven million votes, and you're confused because you didn't see us flock to his rallies and cheer his smackdowns like we were at a pro wrestling event during a global pandemic. We don't wear matching hats or have no more malarkey flags waving from the backs of our trucks. Do you know why? Because Biden is not our tribal warlord. We believe the job of a U.S. president is to represent more than one interest group. That's why 81 million of us turned out 
to stop a narcissistic personality cult that embodies all seven of the deadly sins, most of all pride, which you've taken to levels of blasphemy, claiming your political leaders are handpicked by Jesus Christ. This country is called the United States, and we have multiple converging crises that need adult supervision. But we are being distracted, trying to get control over a critical mass of you who no longer believe in reality, who've been hypnotized to fear a Joe Biden presidency whenever you hear the trigger words, radical socialist. Never mind that Biden is backed by America's billionaires whose existence depend on corporate capitalism. So your cognitive dissonance is staggering, but understandable because the most sophisticated mass media tools ever created have eviscerated your powers of discernment. And there's a gold rush on slinging alternative facts, making millions for opportunists who've taken you for quite a ride. But you need to wake up now and start the deprogramming. The election was not stolen. All that proof you kept sharing about suitcases and duffel bags of discarded ballots, it's all been debunked. All the affidavits claiming widespread fraud have been thrown out. Over 60 lawsuits contesting the election in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Republican states, many of the cases overseen by Republican and Trump-appointed judges, 61 cases tossed out. Trump's hack attorneys are being sued or are under threat of disbarment. That's consistent with the countless criminal prosecutions of many former Trump associates. But the PR stunt worked on the tens of millions of Americans primed for mass hysteria. You succumbed to Salem witch trial levels of mental lapse, believing our elections were stolen based on spectral evidence, dreams about krakens, which are make-believe. It's time to wake up now. Black Lives Matter is not a terrorist organization any more than Martin Luther King Jr. was a terrorist, or Gandhi, or Nelson Mandela. Peaceful protests and strikes and boycotts that's how a society creates change without violence. Everybody reasonable knows that violence and looting and murder are wrong and counterproductive to a peaceful society. That's why everybody reasonable condemns militarized cops executing citizens over cigarettes, cell phones, driving, jogging, walking, sleeping, resisting execution. That's what Black Lives Matter has been protesting. This isn't a partisan issue. It's the largest civil rights movement in the history of the nation. You need to wake up now. If you join Black Lives Matter, then all lives will matter. If it helps you understand it better, shut your eyes, say to yourself, my life matters and Black Lives Matter. If we unite, there's hope. We can end the savage practice of imprisoning millions of people for the crime of being black or brown or poor. Atoning for and correcting the mistakes of our ancestors does not mean the next logical step is white genocide. Unless you think the legitimate purpose of the criminal justice system is to protect white supremacy like it has up until this moment, if that's your underlying premise, you're a racist. That's why you wave a Confederate flag. You just doxed yourself and you need conversion therapy. Time to wake up. There's no national Antifa network pretending to be fascist Trump supporters who want civil war. Antifa are anti-fascists who only exist right now because there are fascist Trump supporters threatening civil war.
inspired by the official Republican platform, which doesn't have anything in it other than clinical paranoia, re-educating you to believe there's a conspiracy to seize your guns and gender identity at the same time. So you're so disoriented, you can't defend yourself against a mass immigrant invasion threatening your livelihood. Come on. The real danger came from putting a recklessly uneducated man with a personality disorder in the White House who spent his one catastrophic term branding America's democratic cities enemies of the country while taking credit for economic growth rates he inherited from a Democrat. He and his Republican Senate, under the smokescreen of your disassociation from reality and the brand name Drain the Swamp, filled the cabinet with profiteers like themselves. Billionaires made a trillion bucks while they gutted our State Department, our FBI, our CIA, our DHS, our post office. Whatever Trump touched, he wrecked. They attacked our U.S. education system. They tore down the minimal regulations that we have protecting America's water and air. They turned our already abysmal borders into a human rights crisis. They smeared America's top scientists and doctors, our healthcare system. They attacked our entire U.S. media. Their willful incompetence has been so destructive. The USA is the epicenter of the worst pandemic in a hundred years. Hundreds of thousands of us are dead. Millions are hungry and struggling to survive. And their final act was a massive campaign to try to sabotage the bedrock upon which we stand, American democracy itself. This is on you, the Republican Party. The majority of white America elected a man whose business model is lying, who demands total obedience, while swindling and eventually turning on all of his employees and followers after years of abuse. You elected a perfect cult leader. Our enemies are ecstatic. Our allies are horrified because of the suicidal Republican ideology of opposing any limits on gluttony and greed. What was once a beacon of hope all over the world, American democracy, is no longer a given. Your right-wing leaders and shouting heads, they're not going to stop clawing their way down a bottomless pit of excuses to continue profiting off of selling you a virtual alternate reality made up of false accusations and revenge fantasies, giving you a persecution complex they won't stop feeding no matter how many of you are driven right off the deep end. Any citizen of the United States continuing to fall for it. Some of you thinking of taking up arms against the strongest military power on earth. Others making excuses for these terrorists because you share the same beliefs you're delusional. You don't have a political party anymore. Come back to reality. January 6th, 2021. That was your come to Jesus moment. Armed insurgents threatened to hang the vice president, kill the speaker of the house. They dragged a cop down a flight of stairs and brutally beat another with an American flag. They killed police. A suicidal QAnon follower gave her life trying to break into the house chamber. For what? The most significant terror attack on our country since 9-11 happened because Republican radicals believe Democrats are Satan-worshipping pedophiles who stole their country, and they'd rather die than lose the protection of their leader. Defending truth and democracy and equality for all people against any tyranny, foreign and domestic, is the only thing that unites us and protects our freedoms. 
That's why Trump is being held accountable for his crimes, along with every congressperson, every official, every officer who conspired or continues to wage a mass deception campaign to overthrow American democracy, especially under the threat of violence. The First Amendment protects our right to express ourselves without fear of arrest. The right to free speech does not include threats of violence, and it certainly does not grant the authority to force media platforms to broadcast single-party hate propaganda that claim only its members are the real America. For the former Republican Party, who call themselves patriots, this is your wake-up call. Your nightmare of a brainwashed, radical, anti-American movement trying to destroy the country was you. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a pay phone, call collect. while I whip this out. All right. I do love the graphics department. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Ed with a crayon. You gotta love it. <laughs> he did well. He did well. I tell you, we, pre we previewed that uh, a little bit uh, ahead of time there last night. Uh, and I swear to God, uh, uh, Bill and I both just about fell on the floor laughing our asses off of that. By the, by the way, I should introduce who we are. Welcome back. You are uh, listening to Now Just Killing Time on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Not a whole lot's changed since hour number one. I'm still in the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio. My name is John Shannon. Over there in the... Meadow for Governor Studio in Wichita Falls, Texas. It is my good buddy, Mr. Bill Fancher. Once again, good morning, sir. Hola. <laughs> so, of course, we got we got a bunch of stuff. We you know just just different stuff. This is where we kind of chill and relax and enjoy enjoy the Hello. most. Woosa. We've come, we're bringing down from, uh, from our number one there. As a matter of fact, we're going to have a very enjoyable topic, uh, uh, coming up, uh, in, uh, the, uh, uh, in this hour a little bit later on after we, uh, do the, uh, uh, after we do the, all of the way back and the, and the, uh, Time the excuse me the wayback uh, machine and the battle of one hit wonders and all the other stuff we do in this hour uh, we have kind of an enjoyable uh, I think it's kind of an enjoyable topic you remember <laughs> what he remembers 
we'll we'll fill the listeners in at the appropriate time. So so right now, let's go ahead uh, if we can. Let's go ahead and get to uh, well. Let's go ahead and get started here uh, with uh, birthdays. Bring uh, it. There we go. I don't think he. I don't think he gave us the whole birthday. Uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That that's a that, that that's a, come on that, that that's enough of that. Jimmy Christmas. Let's go here. All right. Short and sweet here on birthdays. So uh today we're looking ahead, by the way. Today Beyonce will turn forty-one years old. She already has turned forty-one, as a matter of fact. Cool. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Bob Newhart will be 93. Holy Raquel, crap. Yeah, he's still around. Raquel Welch will be 82. And wow. Michael Keaton turns 71. Wow, Batman. Yeah, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Ed actually does a pretty good uh, I'm Batman there. Because I think he um, is a Batman. Yes, yeah, exactly. On uh, on Tuesday, we can all say, Jane, you ignorant slut, and wish uh, Jane Curtin her 75th uh, birthday. Happy birthday. I was just Curtin. talking about that the other day. I go, the, the single best line in Saturday Night Live. Exactly. <laughs> we'll skip along to Thursday where Bernie Sanders will be 81 years old. That's all. I thought Bernie was at least 200. <laughs> there are days when you wonder. <laughs> That's it. And then Friday, 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 Friday. Friday, last, Friday. Last but not least, Adam Sandler will turn 56 years old. Okay, fine. Are you an Adam Sandler fan? Uh, to some degree. Yeah. I you know there's a few there's a few of it. I I like the 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 grown ups movies. Oh uh, yeah, uh, there are some things I think he might be a little bit over the top with, but yeah, you know, good he he's he's earned his way into it. Yeah, so. tis what it is. So, all right. Well, I tell you what. Why don't we go ahead? And just jump right, uh, jump right into it here. This, this, I to me, I think this might be uh, Ed's favorite part of the whole show here because he oh just, God, he just likes this kind of stuff. So here we go. Now and that's now, churning and stroking. We're not doing this. We're we're relying on the automatic transmission today. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. What happened in the past? Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. 
All right, all right, all right. Come on, we got it running. Okay, we're good here. We're good here. There we go. All right. So now that we'll be again, we're looking at uh, th this upcoming week, some of the events from this coming week. Uh, uh, so we go to September 4th today in 1937, following the increases in infantile paralysis, polio, uh, in Chicago, the city health department have made uh, statements that the epidemic is under control, but skill schools still continue to be left closed indefinitely. Uh, Sounds familiar. Uh, to the, we mark the date in 1997, September 5th, where Mother Teresa, the Catholic nun who devoted her life to helping the poor, died at the age of 87. That's all? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she seemed like she was a little older than that, but yeah, 1997. Uh, September 6th in 1941. The head of the Berlin secret police ordered all Jews over six years old to wear a yellow star of David on their coats together with the word Jew. And they weren't, uh, excuse me, and they are not allowed to leave the area and have been assigned without, uh, that they have been assigned, excuse me, without obtaining police permission. 1941. Uh, sorry, September 7th in 1979, uh, ESPN, the Entertainment and Sports Programming Network, founded by Scott Rasmussen and his father and his father Bill Rasmussen, makes its cable TV debut. I remember that. You remember all the crap? Yeah, I remember all the stuff that they had. On. It's like if this network makes it, I'll be shocked. They had they had the World Bat Badminton uh, Federation going there, uh, <laughs> hacky sack tournaments. Yeah, hacky sack. <laughs> I don't think there was even such a thing as hacky sack back then, was there? Uh, who knows? Good. Well, that was kind of yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, on September eighth in nineteen seventy four, President Gerald Ford grants an unconditional pardon to Richard Nixon for any crimes he may have committed while he per, uh, participated, or excuse me, while, let me go back to that. He granted him an unconditional pardon. There are too many big words in this. Uh, all you need to say, he granted him an unconditional pardon. So, uh, yeah, God, we might, uh, if this drags out too much longer, we might find history repeating itself uh if there's a Republican uh, other than Donald Trump, well, if Trump's elected, he'll just pardon himself. Well, yeah, you know, and Nixon's going, Jesus, Donnie, you're making me look like a saint. Uh, exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, September 9th uh, in 1956, Elvis Presley appears on the Ed Sullivan Show. And his scandalized audiences with his suggested gyration. He wasn't asking for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at that point in time. So peanut butter and banana sandwich. But he said, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> All right, last but not least, here on September 10th, uh we uh, we went into gas rationing. 1942, 
Following similar moves in Europe and the rest of the world, President Franklin Roosevelt starts gasoline rationing in the U.S. as part of the country's wartime efforts. By the way, can you imagine what would happen if they tried to do that today? <sighs> Our freedom! Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Exactly. We, we can't. We can't do that. We can't do that. We can't go, can't go back. Can't go back. Exactly. Very good. All right. So now, now I guess we got to, uh, I guess we got to shut down this year machine. So uh, let me, let me see if I got it going here. Just a second. Here it is. There. Let's see if we can't get it shut down. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah that, that's uh, that's a good thing I played that video uh, beforehand because yeah. <laughs> no, God, Ed, Ed would have never sat still for that video. I agree, but it was well worth it. Uh, I thought I thought so. Yeah, somebody did some research on that, and he was spot on. So, all right, so let's get back to this and okay well at this point in time we will now venture on to our what we like to call the battle of the one hit wonders Mr. So, Spock you have the con okay well in that case let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get it uh, get it going here he didn't give us an introduction for this so we're just going to go ahead and you know uh, I really think he does this crap on purpose to make himself appear indispensable. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Record that and play it back at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff missing here that uh, I'm. Uh huh. Just a wee and, bit. And with the boy, everybody would love to see the Ed and John behind the scenes show. <laughs> yes, they wouldn't have wanted to see behind the scenes last night. <laughs> no, hell, I didn't want to see it. <laughs> so, anyways, going on, this is our our little battle of the one hit wonders that we do every week. So, uh, this week we are uh, going to uh, uh, we are going to go ahead and play the challenger for uh, this week. This was from the. Baja men from I believe it was 1980 if I'm not mistaken so uh, you sure I yeah I'm not sure I'm you're, you're absolutely you're absolutely right so just a second here we'll get the And I apologize, that was not the Baja Men. That was Buster Poindexter uh, with Hot, Hot, Hot. Uh, and I forgot I had the, I had the, I had it written down here somewhere, but I don't have the uh, date or the year that that uh, came out 
Here, uh, well, it here, would have been along with uh, Weekend at Bernie's. So whatever year that debuted. I think they, I think we are talking about. No, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't remember. I think mid eighties, but eh, who cares? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right. So here we go. Here is your uh, returning uh, champion for uh, the uh, this week. That's a night that the lights went out in Georgia. That's a night that they hung an innocent man. Well, don't trust your soul and old backwoods southern lawyer. Cause the judge in the town's got blood stains on his hands. Well, Andy got scared and left the bar. Walking on home cause he didn't live far. See, Andy didn't have many friends and he just lost him one. All right, so that's the night when the lights went out in Georgia from Vicki Lawrence. That's 1975. That one, enough repetitive, I, I do remember. Yeah, I got that one down. <laughs> I do remember that one. So that was uh, that's your returning champion. So... I, I I'm beginning to feel I mean really feel sorry for Ed on the, this last couple of weeks. Do you, uh, do you really? Nah, well, That's what I thought. Now that, <laughs> now that you now that you mention it, uh, <laughs> Bill, I'm telling you, this one I mean, it seems to be getting worse as the uh, apparently. As, I mean, you see, you see the results on Facebook, which, uh, and I saw the, uh, this song, Buster Poindexter done, done got his ass handed to him. So I even just, tried to help Ed by voting for it. But, uh, anyways, here is, as, as I've already given it away now, here is your winner with a total, uh, victory of 79 percent once wow. again vicky lawrence from 1975 here on radio tfi he was on his way home from candletop been two weeks gone and he thought he'd stop at webs and have him a drink before he went home to her Andy Wolo said hello, and he said hi, what's doing, Wolo said sit down, I've got some bad news, it's gonna hurt. He said I'm your best friend and you know that's right, but your young bride ain't home tonight, since you've been gone she's been seeing that Amos boy Seth. Well he got mad and he saw red, and Andy said boy don't you lose your head, cause to tell you the truth. I've been with her myself That's a night that the lights went out in Georgia That's a night that they hung an innocent man Well, don't trust your soul and old backwoods southern lawyer Cause the judge in the town's got bloodstains on his hands Well, Andy got scared and left the bar Walking on home cause he didn't live far See Andy didn't have many friends and he just lost him one 
Brother thought his wife must have left town So he went home and finally found The only thing Papa had left him And that was a gun And he went off to Andy's house Slipping through the backwoods quiet as a mouse Came upon some tracks too small for Andy to make He looked through the screen at the back porch door And he saw Andy lying on the floor in a puddle of blood And he started to shake Where the Georgia Patrol wasn't leaking their rounds So he fired a shot just to flag them down And a big belly chap grabbed his gun and said Why'd you do it? Judge said guilty in a make-believe trial Slapped the sheriff on the back with a smile Said supper's waiting at home And I gotta get to it That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia That's the night that they hung an innocent man Well, don't trust your soul to no backwood southern lawyer The judge in the town's got bloodstains on his hands Well, they hung my brother before I could say The tracks he saw while on his way to Andy's house And back that night were mine And his cheap wife had never left town And that's one body that'll never be found See, little sister don't miss when she aims her gun That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia Oh, oh, oh. That's the night that they hung an innocent man Oh, oh, But don't trust your soul and all backwoods southern lawyer All right, well, that was Vicki Lawrence. That is your... Uh... Your champion for yet another week. Jesus, that's got to be going at least now about, uh, God, was it four or five, I think four at weeks least, now. At least four weeks. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> come on. And, by, uh, and by the way, Hot, Hot, Hot by Poindexter was covered in 87. Okay, well, thanks for bringing that up. I appreciate yeah. that. Well, goddamn, you're you're earning your keep already. No shit, look out. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's go ahead and go right on to our uh, our challenger here for for next week's uh uh he actually I got to give him credit. Got to give Ed some credit here. He actually I think he might have picked out a good song here. For yeah, a- I won't disagree on this one. So, here we go. Here is from 1970. This is Norman Greenbaum.
Greenbaum from 1970 with Spirit in the Sky here. This is your challenger for this week. Once again, you'll uh, be able to vote on our polls on both uh, Facebook and Twitter. Facebook, you just go to Friends. It's a group uh, that if you're not already a member of, just shoot a request. I'll be happy to uh, put you on there. Otherwise, on Twitter, it's uh, at, uh, at John... Radio TFI uh, at uh, radio or at um, Taxi Stand Hour. Yeah, that's the name of the show at Taxi Stand Hour. And uh, yeah, I, I think I remember these. Uh, yeah, and also, so. yeah, and also uh, uh, at Ed Radio TFI if uh, you want to uh, vote on uh, this week's poll here. So um, I think he's got a. I think he's got a, a chance with this. Yeah, it's time for a little bit of rock and roll. The syrupy songs have got to go. Well, you were more of a rocker than. Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> you, you were definitely more of a rocker than you were. You definitely didn't have much time in your life for disco. No, no. So I, I got to <laughs> ask you this. And you're old enough to have remembered the song. Do you remember the song that was done? And now the, the name of the artist escapes me, but it was about Muhammad Ali. Oh, God, yes. The Black Superman. Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. As knowledgeable <laughs> as Ed is, he did not right, He did not recognize that song. Eh, Ed's a lunkhead anyway. Oh, hey! Boom, boom. He, he, he will be definitely. Uh, uh, he will definitely be scanning this. Uh, well, we his... told him. We told him we were going to bust his nuts while he was gone. Yeah, this is this is very true. So, hey, listen, I wanted before I wanted to go on to kind of the main topic for what we were going to talk about here. I wanted to. There was one thing I did overlook in the first hour. I wanted to take a moment to just uh, acknowledge it, if nothing else, for its sure sheer importance. Uh, Mikhail Gorbachev passing away. I, I wish I'd remembered how old he was, but uh, wasn't he in his 90s, 91? I'm, I'm not sure. I th- something told me I, I thought I heard 86, but I... Talk for a minute. Who, me? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I, I, it, it was very surprising when I saw his uh, current oh. picture. I damn near didn't recognize him. Uh, and Guess what? I was right. I, I, was, was, right. I was right. And you 81 years old. Okay. 
Well, it doesn't surprise me, but uh, some of the news stories made him out to be uh, a hero, which, you know, us in the, the West are going to say that. But uh, a lot of people in the East were talking how he basically destroyed Russia and, you know, brought on uh, Vladimir. And uh, so, I mean, it depends on your perspective, depends on where you are, where you were. Well, he dismantled the Soviet Union, that's for sure. And he dismantled, he took away the, uh, that region, took, took, um, you know, those other countries were more, you know, not even just people within the Soviet uh, Union, uh, like uh, Ukraine was. But um, we're also talking about, uh, you know, the whole Eastern Bloc when you talk about, you know, well, Czechoslovakia. Yeah, most of, and the, yeah, the Slovakians, uh, yeah. Croatia, yeah. You know, those, all of those type countries. And they no longer or are under uh, that oppressive uh, influence for the time and, being. And I'll just make—I will just make this. And I, like I said, I don't want to get overly political in this second in this uh, second hour. But oh, I just hey, oh no! I just think that it's very important that we help Ukraine as much as we possibly can because. What's stopping Russia from rolling over Ukraine, then moving on to Poland, then moving on? Have a familiar ring to it here, folks? Yep. It ought to. If you ever studied history. Exactly. So. And if you didn't, it's going to repeat itself. I, yeah, well, I studied, I, I didn't do much studying of history, uh, but you know, after the fortunately these days, there's such things as the the History Channel and the Internet. And, oh, I would have died to have had that stuff when I was back in high school. Oh, what a tool! What a tool it was, huh? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, um, Gorby passed away this last week uh, on Tuesday, 91 years old, and uh, uh, one way or another, you can't deny his influence. On oh, the world stage. one way or the other. One way or the other. So. Okay, well, here we go. Here we go to the topic at hand. Now, by the way, starting next week, next week, this will all, you know, this extra that we're going through for the next 29 minutes or so will pretty much be replaced by John and Ed versus Bill plus this, whatever it's going to be, plus the spread or however it's going to be named. Uh, but we're all good. We're going to be doing football picks starting next week. And just to go over again, the rules as I understand them to this point, uh, uh, Ed might come around and change everything for all I know. So I've got a good name for the segment. What's that? Three dipshits in football. Uh, well, that could very well, <laughs> <laughs> <could very> well go <laughs> as we pretty much all just kind of, Stick our finger in the wind when we make these <laughs> I will know. I'll let you know I am the returning champion. I do Cheater. Know, uh, oh, gee, don't you even start with me. <laughs> Hell, Ed I gotta be the parrot. Cheater! 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 Ed couldn't get his, his way past the damn, uh, the damn computer that was making randomized picks. Saying the computer was smarter than Ed. 
well, that's that's kind of what I'm saying here. So, so anyways, uh, we will be going. Uh, <laughs> we'll be making. We'll be making three picks. Each one of us will be making three picks um, w- with the point spread. So that's important to note. So now we're going to. We'll be using the store. We'll be using ESPN's lines. To, we'll go against their line. Usually, what the final line will be by Friday. Okay. We'll go with that because the line does go up and down as the as the week progresses. So we'll take we'll take whatever it was on Friday as the final line for the uh, for your picks. Now you you can pick. Uh, obviously, you won't be able to pick Thursday's game. But you'll be able to pick. Uh, uh, Who plays Thursday anyway? I think it's Chiefs and Bills, if I'm not mistaken. I thought it was Kansas City, but I'm not. I didn't know who they were playing. But okay, is it going to be on uh, regular TV, or is it going on to this stupid Amazon. streaming thing that they're talking Amazon, about? Uh, uh, if you got Amazon Prime, so it's not going to be on like the NFL Network. I, you know what? I don't. I gotta believe it's still gonna be on the NFL Network. I would they ain't gonna so. lose that kind of money. I would hope so, but um, I do it's have a lot of people. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we were talking about that the other day here with uh, with the fact that they they streamed a couple games, uh, Twins games on Apple. Exactly. And I won't do anything Apple. Sorry. So um, that was that was just one guy, I guess. Well, Lori wound up. Uh, I guess she had an Apple subscription, so we. I wound up being able to watch the game. So, uh, so anyways, we'll be doing that. Uh, we picked three games. We'll be able to uh, go. Uh, every correct pick will be worth a point. You'll go. Uh, um, you'll have a chance to uh, go for two. Or uh, or three points uh, by uh, doubling up on the amount of you know on the spread. If, you know, I, I think while you were with us, uh, Ed was talking about this yesterday. Basically, if your if your team is a a seven point uh, favorite, they if you pick them, they have to win by uh, they have to win by fourteen. The minimum to go double with, by the way, again is thirteen and a half. And uh, the minimum is 20 and a half if you want to go for three on your favorite. Now, if you want to pick the dog. That's going to be tough in the NFL. (laughs) If you're going to pick the dog now, your dog has to, and and if if your dog wins outright, you get a point. If you want to go double on your dog, uh, it will be, uh, they have to win by at least six and a half points. Uh, if you uh, want to go triple on your dog, your dog has to win by uh, 13 and a half points. So, okay, now are we talking adding in the spread too? Let's say they're a four point underdog, they win by 11. Uh, does that no. give me you don't well, they, add the four, you don't add the four in, it's got to still no. be six and a half and 13 and yeah. a half? Yeah, exactly. If okay. you want to double, if you want to go, yeah, yeah, okay, right. So and how are we picking individual games and we're not picking against each other? Well, in, 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 no, actually what's going to happen is, is we, each one of us will have different games. The idea is, is that you have teams 
that you know more about. I am okay. Too. Yeah. You know, I went with the Vikings pretty much all year. Well, you and I are gonna be knocking it out on that then. We might be agreeing on some. We might be disagreeing. I was actually uh, on a on a few occasions going and picking against the Vikings. Uh, and I think one was a one game. What was it last year that they got tromped? And uh, I wound up making three points off that Vikings game. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I don't like. Yeah, no. I don't like picking against the Vikings. I really don't. But hey, we're in a contest here. And but I'm Mike, uh, picking against the Cowboys. Yeah, well, there, there you go. You'll have that for you as well. I don't know that I picked a Cowboys game all year last year. I'd rather pick my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, easy reference. All right, well, there you go. Hey, all right. So here we go. Here with the uh, with the last uh, the last part of the. Uh, show here where we're going to talk about something that's got a little lighthearted, I guess. Maybe serious to a certain extent. But okay, you're 64. I didn't realize you were that much older than me. I'm 59. I won't... Oh, I, shut up. <laughs> I won't, shit, I won't be 60 until February, so... Eh, well, get over it. <laughs> Trust me, I feel, I feel every minute of 59 and then some. But so I got to, I got to thinking about it. I've um, I, I read a tweet about a woman, a fifty-year-old woman, that uh, asked if she thought if, if if people thought it was okay for a fifty-year-old woman to still go topless. So oh, that, hell yeah! So <laughs> she's down boy, down boy. <laughs> <laughs> Can't they all go? Well, there are a few. I don't know. Okay. Well, here's here's the thing: is is I'm I'm a uh, I have a another Twitter friend who is a big advocate of women in general being able to go uh, topless in public any place that a man can go. If if a if a woman if a man can go someplace without a shirt on, then a woman should be able to go without a shirt on. You know that right. Well, here's the thing, and I understand that when I was when I was 30 years old, I would I would be saying yes with you know my tongue hanging out, you know, drooling at the mouth. Oh yeah, baby, yeah, baby, yeah, baby. Oh my god. But at 59, I am I have be, been able to actually appreciate, look, appreciate whatever at a woman's breasts and say, okay. Yeah, that's they're nice. That's nice, you know. The breasts are breasts are nice. Get keep your hands to yourself. Oh <laughs> Lori warned me this might not be a good time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Down, boy. Well, I mean, it's like it's like pizza. Even bad pizza is good pizza. Well, this is true. However, <laughs> I'm at the age though now where I can appreciate and uh, and I like you know of all the things you know of all the things I would admit or excuse me admire on a woman's body, the breasts are are probably a number one. No, 
well, just because they're so they're unique. No, no, no. Call it how you want to call it, but that's okay. No, they're very, they're very unique, and it's very. But now look at this. When you were thirty, did you want to see a fifty-year-old woman's boobs? You'd have thought no. Now you're almost sixty. There's some fifty-year-old women that are smoking. Here's the thing, and 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 maybe I've wimped out in in my old age. I don't really care. I I firmly (laughs) believe. Hey, I firmly believe in the right for a woman to be able to go anywhere a man can go in public, beach, park, whatever. You know, if you're having if you're having a football game, shirts versus skins. You know, <laughs> uh, but you got, but you got to remember, our society here is a little is so repressed. I mean, in Europe, they don't. Oh, hey, a boob. Okay, here well, we I, go. Ah! Yeah, we don't think, uh, or excuse me, in Europe, they don't think anything of it. No. And I think that if it happened here in this country, it would be the same thing. It would take, there would be some shock value at first. I, uh, there was a woman riding down uh, uh, one of the bike, uh, this is another story about Minnesota, you're going to hate all the freaking bike paths they got. Oh, no, oh, no. Don't, they got them all over the damn place down here now, too. So it's, that's everywhere. And they never use them. No. But, anyways, I know I saw a man and a woman riding a bu- riding bikes down uh, Portland Avenue in Minneapolis, <laughs> and the woman was topless. <laughs> Good for her. And exactly, exactly. And nobody, I, I, I will give, I will give people credit. Nobody, there was nobody honking their horn at her or anything like that. She just went about her business. Everybody else went about their business. I, if I you're think, proud of them, show them off. Exactly. Hell, even if you're not, even if <laughs> you're, uh, <laughs> who cares? That's I, it. Shit. You remember that picture I posted on Facebook about a month ago now? Yeah, with the end of pool. Uh, I, you'd be surprised how much support I got f- uh, for that just because. It's like, okay, you know what? If you don't like it, don't look. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm you not know trying to impress anybody. Those days are long over. You know, and, and here's the thing. Let's let's face it. I, I think I've got uh I've got uh larger man boobs. Uh uh Lori <laughs> calls them movies as opposed movies. to movies. That that works. Um I've got <laughs> I'm Shit, I got a, a solid A cup going at least. So I mean, shit. Uh, I, I, I hear you. So, um, I why is it okay for me? Why is it okay for me to go in public without a shirt on? Oh no, kidding! I've seen some men at the beaches like, holy crap, dude! Uh, eight eight little puppies following behind him. <laughs> <laughs> you you do know that. Back, I, I want to say this was back in the early 1900s, uh, pre World War II era, where uh, men couldn't uh, go topless at, at the beach. You had to wear, you had to yeah, wear, yeah, you had to wear a shirt, you know, all that stupid stuff. It's a, it's the puritanical upbringing. 
Um, so I don't know. I just think that damn pilgrims. Well, you have to the, the yeah. What you have to understand is is that we have to get over the whole sex. You know, the whole sexualization. Exactly. It's the shock value. Once that wears off, it's no big deal anymore. Well, yeah, and, and I don't. Uh, I don't think that you should be walking around with your, you know, whatever. Junk hanging out. No, exactly. I did the same thing with a same thing with a woman. You know, you can spare me the, the Holland Tunnel tour. I don't. <laughs> Waist down, Esver Boten. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> no, uh, and that, that's what this uh, that's what this friend of mine uh, on Twitter is saying. Too is she doesn't like to refer to herself as a nudist because she never runs around any place. She never goes any place nude. It's she she it's it's all topless with her. And What's her Twitter account? <laughs> you are you just are, kidding? I just get just a joke. That'll get send you it, on Twitter. And if, that'll get you on Twitter. Send if the cards and letter to him. <laughs> <laughs> that'll get you on Twitter if nothing else will. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, what the hell? No, I've actually, I've actually interviewed her on the, on this show before. Have you uh, now? Yeah, it's, it's it's quite intriguing. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, she does this all the time, where she'll stand next to a guy who has movies like me, uh, and uh, hey, he can walk, he can, he can have, he can have a shirt on. He doesn't have to have a shirt on. Why does she? And so I, you know, it's, and it's the whole sexual sexualization of of the Hooters, you know. And well, yeah, I mean, the thing, like she said, you should be able to, you should be able to do anything, uh, go topless and doing anything except cooking with grease, because you don't want. You should probably. That's just generally not a good idea. <laughs> Bacon's but, a bitch. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Who hasn't? Who hasn't been there? <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't get along with bacon very well, so I I don't even try it anymore. Okay, I've I've, I've got a good joke for you based off of this. There's a lady that's doing her laundry in the basement, and she's doing her kids' laundry, and she figures, well, hell, she's the only one around. So she throws her laundry in there, too, and then she looks over and she sees her son's football helmet. She puts her football helmet on, turns around, looks up, and there's the meter guy reading the meter, and he goes, Hey, lady, I hope your team wins. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, what the hell? For what oh, it was worth. Oh, my God. Oh, you're going straight to hell for that one. <laughs> <sighs> Moving right along. Exactly. Exactly. Or as so, Monty Python would say, and now for something completely different. Exactly. So now I will. I I, I guess I'll, I'll close this with this thought. Again, we're going to cover it up. <laughs> my, my thought process has has changed over the over the years for this. I am not going to lie to you. You know, even 15 20 years ago, 
uh, it was, hey, that's right, bring them out, baby. Let's see them, you know. Let me, let me, let me here. Let me give you, you know, let me give you a couple bucks. Here's a dollar. <laughs> well, exactly. That I, I am not going to sit here and try to uh, defend that. Well, I, I'm not going to try to say that I'm not. I wasn't there because I definitely was there. But it's just I've gotten to the point. I've gotten to. I've gotten to this age where I've realized that yeah they're nice to look at don't get me wrong you know there are a lot of things in this world that are pleasant to look at but it isn't like i'm using it for spanking material or anything like that and you go to the museum you look at the paintings you just don't take them home with you well exactly you know that's <laughs> that is very much the truth you so. and I are both at the same age now. It's the I don't give a shit age anymore. Now that's very true. That's very true. <laughs> that's what I when I when I thought about when I when I went to the because uh, I've been a little self conscious about the fact that I I've I've been as big as I am. I mean, let's face it, I've had a long time though at this weight, Bill. I tell you, I've uh, and actually I'm down. Like I said, I was up over three hundred pounds for many a years and I was I managed to get myself back down I got myself back down to about 240 and I put about 20 rock and roll yeah, yeah. I mean it's uh, you know I lost I, I, I shit a hell I, I have to admit I got up over 300 too and I lost I lost about 40 pounds got myself back down to where it was livable mm -hmm. uh, yeah could I still lose more weight hell who couldn't right you know but I'm kind of like you know what how much of life do I want to give up? How much life do I want to live? Yeah, but then you get the, the doctors come back. Well, you'd live a whole lot longer if you wouldn't do that. Yeah, well, who, how do you know? Exactly. I'm going to get hit by a bus tomorrow. So uh... No shit. Oop. <laughs> you are fine. One credit. One credit. <laughs> now just take it and throw it in the back with the rest of them. But I mean, it's it's the same thing. It's like, come on. And like I said, I told you about uh, Rick. We'd go down to the beach, and I'd look over at Rick, and we both got our shirts off. And I go, man, does it? Do you ever get self conscious? He goes, the hell with them. If they don't like it, don't look. Look. And I went look. exactly. And that's what because I in Twitter land, I actually did. I said, spare me the fat jokes. I've I've heard them all before. And you'd be surprised, though. What how many was my nickname? Round Long. There you go. <laughs> Think I forget shit like that? <laughs> I, I was kind of hoping you would remember. <laughs> but I was I was really surprised by the, the by the by the support and the you know by by people that were very, you know very supportive of me. Good. Good. And I should I can't believe how many followers I got. I was going to think I was getting porn bots following. <laughs> Jeez. No, I mean I did. I got a lot of supporters. I had a lot of uh, a lot of um, positive feedback and what have you. And they're right. Who cares? I you know it's exactly. I mean I wear a t-shirt now because of I'm worried about the the sun and stuff like that. I mean I'm you know. You don't want me to take my shirt off. I don't want to scare everybody, but you know what the hell? If I want to, I could do it, but I just wear it because of the sun protection. And I, I don't like swim in outdoor pools. I, I don't, you know, hey, 
We have a we have a where where I've gone here now is uh, there in Shoreview. There's a community center there that has a nice water park type pool. Uh, ah, there's no Great Wolf Lodge. Kind of, kind of, not quite as nice. I want to do that because I want to go to just take a cruise down the Lazy River, and then they Great Wolf Lodge has the the wave pool. I love having the big wave knocking me on my ass and shit. Uh-huh. That's, that kind of stuff is fun. But now this is just more like just uh, you know they had a few floaty to you floaty things for the kitties, and then they had a, a volleyball net set up and whatnot. So just kind of stuff like that. I had a blast, and then just a couple times, I would take a couple laps. I could for all the things I can't do, I can still swim. Can, can still can do it in the water. That's right. I, I can still swim like a. I'm not a bad swimmer either. I worry a little bit about going in the deep end and cramping up. Is my the only that that's the only fear. <laughs> I can see myself in eight foot of water and all of a sudden getting a leg cramp and thinking, "Oh my god, here we go." So I don't disagree. So, but I know I enjoy it. I enjoy it when when. Uh, well, I mean, good God, if you're going to live in Minnesota, you got to get in the water for crying out loud. Well, yeah, I oh, I don't do lakes anymore. Don't swim more in lakes. water than there are liquor stores. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't swim in lakes anymore because, well, for one thing, I don't like sw- I don't again outside, and secondly, with all the knuckleheads that are out here, you never know if somebody breaks a beer bottle or something like that and throws it in the water and you don't see well, it. Not, I, that I don't disagree with. I've been there, done that. And so you just got to kind of eh, hope some people aren't dipshits. Oh. No. When we uh, when hey. we lived in Corpus Christi, we we used to, you know, you know, we'd go inside the, uh, or go in the Gulf or in the Bay, actually. Yes, the bay is by far the place to go in Corpus. Um, but the, again, having to worry about uh, uh, about uh, jellyfish. Well, I had to worry about that when we were in Virginia, too. That's just a natural hazard. There's not much you can do about it. You just got to pay attention to your surroundings. Well, that's true. Well, I, I've heard it never happened. It's never happened, but I've heard. You don't want it to happen. I promise you. It's it's not a nice feeling, but I mean those beaches down in Corpus Christi are beautiful. You, I mean you have to go to those beaches because they're just beautiful. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed uh, you know, and I don't know if and I they if, go to they go to great lengths down there too to keep those beaches clean. They don't you know because yeah. it's their that's their their money down there. Oh yeah, know? absolutely. No, Lori and I we were you know we wound up finding a a side by side down there. Uh, Oh, cool. Uh, we were only about, uh, geez, we were, I think we were less than a mile away from the, from the beach. It, that, that was, cause that was so nice. Cause if nothing else, you know, I'd get done working and she'd, she'd work a little later than me. So, uh, we go, uh, we, I'd get done working and I'd drive down by the beach. And he's a white, listen to the waves crashing into the beach and see the big, uh, they had a, Big pier that stuck itself out. Uh, yep. And I think I know the one you're talking about. And uh, so yeah, we uh, we had a we had a great time living there. Again, uh, Texas was Texas was a beautiful place, except for yeah. I mean, 
I, I rag on it, but everybody rags on it. It's one of those situations. Is that's my dog? I can talk about it. You shut your damn mouth. No, <laughs> there's some beautiful areas in Texas, and and I will grant you, there are some wonderfully nice people in this state. No, not some. There's a lot, a lot of nice people in this state. Uh, you, but you have your fringe on both sides, and they're the ones that screw it up for everybody. Yeah, but well, now you think about it here. I'm assuming that it's gotten worse as far as the fringes. You know how many how yes. many Trump flags you see? Uh, Believe it or not, I haven't seen that many Trump flags. I'm seeing the, the let's go let's go Brandon shit. It's like, oh, don't you think that's gotten a little old by now? Oh, it's so funny. You, I don't know if you know this story or not. Oh yeah, you told me about Shaletta's. Uh huh. Yeah, that, I think that's hilarious. I told what, somebody that story down here, and they just said, oh. <laughs> so you might want to let people know. Nobody ever is wondering what the hell we're talking about now. Well, well, that was uh, my, my, my great friend, actually. I've, she's known as my sister. Uh, she, her, uh, her young man, uh, autistic, uh, uh, he thought, he saw one of those Let's Go Brandon signs. And thought they were talking to him. Hey, they're cheering me on. They're cheering me on. And uh, so Shaletta was inspired to write a book about it. Uh, called now, obviously, we're talking his name is Brandon. So, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. I didn't point that out. Did I miss that no, part? You, you missed that part. So, well, thank you. Thanks for the help. I appreciate okay. it. Okay. No problem. Um, so, no, uh, so she uh, she wrote a book about it, and it became it, it became a Amazon bestseller on the. Uh, really? Now, see, I didn't know that at all. Okay, that's cool. So, and uh, she she made uh, uh, she made uh, lemonade out of lemons there. I'll t I tell cool. you, yeah, very very happy, very for, happy for her. Happy. That, uh, oh, I love it. The little boys running around. Hey, everybody loves me. Well, pretty much. All right. Well, that means it's time to say to go away for the. That means it's time to go away for the. Uh, oh my lord, we got gonged already. We got gonged. That's it. Time to say goodbye here. So, from uh, for this guy over here, Mister Bill Fancher, thank you for helping me out this week. I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. You go home now! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there.